Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Rahul Rudir. Today is December 27th. Time is about 3.30 p.m. Radian NPC has been conducting the Zoom conference calls from past 10 years, Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand and let us know if you're a newcomer. Uh, we do promote the people who have never asked the question to ask questions. Supriya? Supriya? Yes, Supriya. Supriya, if you have, can you unmute yourself and ask the question, please? Yes. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Yes, I can, ma'am. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon, sir. So uh, my first question would be, uh, so if I'm, uh, now I got EAD, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and if I'm trying to re-enter US, can I use parole and still stay on H1 instead of using EAD? Meaning, can I still apply for my... No, ma'am, because you will be getting married to the adjustment of status. You can do one thing. Once you come back into the country, go to Mexico and come back on H-1B. Oh, so if I go to India, you are saying I can come back on parole and again go to Mexico. Mexico and come back on H-1B. And you may ask a question. Uh, 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 I don't have the H-1B stamping. How can I come back? Um, That's called automatic revalidation. Um, We'll give you the details of it where you can go and come back on the I-797 that is approved. Okay? Okay. I'll... Okay. And if I use my parole now, uh, so now this EAD has been uh, given on EB-3. So if I use this parole to come back in, can I ever switch back to EB-2 with my current or previous employer? By just going to Mexico and coming back, you're going to move back to the H-1B. And after that, it's easy if you want to do whatever you want to. Okay, got it. Because you're back in H-1B, you can do what you want to. Okay. Even though you use the parole, you can get back to H-1B. And once you get back to H-1B, then you can move, uh, you can do whatever you would have done had you not left ever again. Next person, please. Thank you. And I have gave you a video for you to watch it. Mohan? Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. This is Mohan. I have a question. Uh, I was with company A and my H1 was transferred to company B and which is approved. I joined company B four months back, but I didn't resign to company A. I took a vacation. I want to see the company B, how it is good. So now I want to go back to company A. I have my still H1 with company A still active. 
So in future, when I go for extinction, is there any issue with the company A? <coughs> so you mean to say you will never mention them with company B? Yeah, company B, that you ever work with company B. Oh, sorry, um, I didn't hear it. Can you repeat again? I can't hear you. Yeah, so, yeah I didn't mention with company B. I join, uh, I'm going back to yeah. company A. I mean, they may not ask that question ever. If they ever ask the question, you can always provide them the evidence that you have the H1B. So that's all I can tell. But if there is a chance that they may ask a question, hey, did you ever work with company B? The extinction, I may get RFE, something like that. There is a chance for it, slight chance for it. Okay. 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 Do you recommend to come stay with company B or company A? That's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. This is Harika. Uh, I applied mm -hmm. for my H4 EAD in April, so mm -hmm. I haven't received the approval yet. But my passport is expiring in February 2022. So if mm -hmm. I file a litigation in Jan, so will I be getting my H4 EAD card just for a month or like will I get it for three years? You'll get it for three years. You must be having the uh, passport validated the time when you file it though. You can now extend your passport even though you file the H4 plus EAD. The other thing is that, no, we are not taking the litigation cases anymore. Okay. They're not so, successful because I, we have uh -huh. we did a class class action shoot, so uh, we are not filing the litigation. But technically, when you get your H four approved or EAD approved, uh -huh. you will get the approval for the entire period for which your husband's H one B has been approved. Okay, irrespective of my passport expiry date. That is right, but you are getting your passport renewed right now, is right? Uh, I'm still applying it by my, but my application is already filed in April twenty twenty one. That is your H4 and EAD application you're speaking about. Yeah, both. Yeah. yeah, both are fine. That's fine. That's fine. You will get for the entire period of three, whatever your husband's H1B is now, even though your passport oh. expired. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Hello. Good evening, sir. Good evening. So my priority date is uh, December 2014. Uh, mm -hmm. I was on EB2 earlier. So last year, mm -hmm. October, I downgraded from EB2 to EB3. Of course my you did. Four, my 485 got rejected. And, why? Uh, yeah, why get uh, same situation? Employer did not file properly. Mm -hmm. So now my I-140, I got an RFE. Your I-140 got an RFE? Yes. So the four, okay, go ahead with the question, I-140. Yeah. So for 485 rejected, I-140 got an RFE. Now my question is, do I need to proceed with RFE for downgrade EB3 or just withdraw the I-140? That is my question. Was it filed under as an amendment? Because this guy, what's what's the RFE about? Uh, I-140 RFE is, uh, they were asking some employee, Employer is paying the uh, salary promptly, and also they are asking pay stub. That's what they said. They, I did not, you know, send any pay stubs at, at this moment. There, I, yeah, ability to pay is the main issue. Seems to be that 
Did you know that if your employer has filed under amendment or is it as a new application he filed? When downgrading, sir, you were asking? Yes, that's actually right. Uh, they filed at the same time last year, October. You didn't answer my question, though. Yeah, I don't Did know the answer. File... The reason is that this guy mm -hmm. is doing everything wrong. Okay. The whole fundamentals is wrong. So we need, if the person has filed as an amendment, though, I would like to get EB3 approved. I don't want it to be wasted. You okay. see my point? So you mean that I can proceed with uh, EB3? So I can have both, sir? Uh, yes, you can have both. Absolutely. All the people are having both right now. So I can Whoever proceed with you. Yeah, okay. but it depends on how you file. If you file wrongly, then you don't want to pursue that. You may want to withdraw it and file it again if you want to. But if you did not file wrongly, though, then I would like to pursue it, though. I don't want to give it as a waste. Okay. So you mean that okay. amendment is uh, the right thing to file? That is absolutely right. Next okay. person, please. Thank you, sir. You may want to change your company's lawyer in the, or is it the company doing intentionally? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's what I want to come with you. So last time I asked you the question, you know, they are doing intentionally maybe because I'm totally upset, you know, still we can be uh, you, with it open you, our, my you 485. Bet. That's you, what bet you, should be. you bet you should be upset. Next person, please. Yeah. Uh, hi Rahul, good afternoon. Uh, so the quick question actually. So my wife's H4 and uh, H4 EAD, they were like approved. I got the approval notices and also the EAD card. So only question I have is like, you know, it doesn't have any record of that I-94 and the approval document. So how and where can I get the latest I-94 for her? What do you mean? I See, you got the H4 approval. You got the EAD approval. Who filed it? Is it filed by a lawyer? Yes. Ah, the lawyer got the H4 approval. Mm, okay. He so has he has I-94. Oh, he has I-94. He has I-94. You have only the courtesy copy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the question. I have the I-797C. That's I got it. I got it. Yeah, he, he has it. H4 okay. never comes without I-94. It has to come with I-94. Okay. Go get it from him. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Akshay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, can you please elaborate on the announcement that on uh, Friday that Department of State made regarding a Dropbox for anyone who has a previous visa in different class? It's only if you have got the stamping from India before. If it's only that you are applying in the same class of visa, I mean, the way Times of India will say is that visa waiver for everybody who's applying for the visa. It sounds like that. It's not like that. It's what, what it was before. They extended it right now. It was expiring on December 31st. They extended it. Okay. But, but I, I've also read the Department of State's website and it says that uh, any H1 uh, petition-based applica applicant who were, who were previously issued any type of visa and who have no, never no. been refused a visa were eligible. No, so the similar, say, same kind of visa, not any kind of visa. Uh, as per Department of State, it says any, any kind in this new announcement. You can, you, can, you can send the link to me. I'll take a look okay. into it, okay? Okay, all right. Thank you. Okay, then. Next person, please. Pintu? Thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm, I'm a newcomer here. Uh, 
so uh, I have like a couple of questions. I had an EB2, uh, which I downgraded last year to EB3. And I, my uh, 485 was pending more than 180 days. And I just recently got my I40, EB3 I140 approved. The question I have is, uh, I want to switch my job. And do it. Uh, do yeah, it. so it, is this a safe time? Can my employer oh, Absolutely revoke? safe. Absolutely safe. They can revoke it. It won't have any negative impact on you. Okay, because I-140 just recently got approved like in November. Oh, there is no requirement. Gayatri, okay. I'm getting some disturbance from the, um, uh, from the check who is there, please. Um, actually, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to comment about that on tomorrow's video. Um, so absolutely, there is no requirement okay. That, okay. Uh, uh, that it has to be, uh, it has to be done. Um, uh, it, 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 there's yeah. no requirement. That okay. it has it has to be six months after it's been approved. Okay. So follow-up question I had is that uh, if I want to join my new employer, is it safe to still you know keep my H1B or I, is it okay to just switch to EAD and join? I personally employer? myself I got rid of my non-immigrant status. Okay. So let's say I go on EAD. Is it possible to switch back to H1 tomorrow if something goes wrong with the EAD no. on 45? No. Like no. I cannot switch back. H1? You cannot, you have to have a H1B and you have to go outside the country and come back. And by the way, what can go wrong on your 485? Uh, it, it also depends. If you're a murderer or something like that, I definitely see. not. Extreme cases is only in that case. Yes. Yeah. And then okay. you can, you can, you, there are some circumstances you can get the H1B, but you cannot switch from EAD to H1B while you're in the United States. Oh, okay. I have to go outside and then but I can reinstate my same H1B or I have to go through the lottery system and kind of... No, you, no sir. You never, you never go through the lottery system. Okay. Okay. Next question. So, uh, I just had one last question though. Uh, You're going very many questions. Okay. okay. Let's go to the just, next caller. Okay. Devi? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my, mm -hmm. my name is Devi. I'm calling from uh, New Jersey. Thank you for taking my call. Can you mm -hmm. hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we applied for our 485 and our priority date is August 2010, uh, mm -hmm. EB2. We still didn't mm -hmm. get our GC. So we are on our EAD. So mm -hmm. my son is 19 and a half years old and he's uh, doing second year of college. Me and my husband, we are on H1. And what, is your, what, is, what is your priority date, you said? August 2010. Oh, your I-140 is approved. Yeah, everything is approved. We have the EAD. We also finished our medicals. We got the medical RFE. We submitted the medicals July 30. Okay, now your son is in 19 and a half. What's the problem? Yeah, so uh, we have still, I mean, both me and my husband, we are still continuing on our H1. And Good for uh, my, me. Good for me. I can make more money in you, okay? <laughs> you know, my question is like, my son is, uh, has already used his EAD for his intern purposes. And uh, our H1 is uh, about to be, it's time for renewal. So, we are not sure if we continue on H1 and he is using his EAD and we don't apply for his uh, H4 extension. Is that all right? The thing is like, we are not sure what is the right course of action. I mean, for your son, he is for internships, for him uh -huh. to get any better in the college medicine or whatever he wants to, he has mm -hmm. to do internships. He has used the EAD. Yeah. No, my question, he, the question is, your I-140 is approved. Your plan date is current. Your final action date is current. He's under 21. So mm -hmm. he's protected on the CSPA age. So okay. I, you don't need to extend the H4 visa. You're fine. 
for him. Oh, okay. Now, if you want to extend your H-1B because uh-huh. you want to make me rich, you can do so. Nothing wrong with it. And will okay. that cause any problem? You being an H-1B, he being an adjustment of status? No. Other than immigration lawyers getting rich, no problem. Okay. And one more question is, our uh, EAD is expiring in May 2022. And in case if we still didn't get our GC, and uh, what would happen to him? Because his EAD is expiring, like, will he... Will he be in trouble or what would happen? If you file an EAD extension, he can continue working for a period of six months after the EAD expires. You can okay. file an EAD extension about six months before and uh-huh. you can get it. And, and they're taking about six to seven months right now to apply the, approve the extension. So yeah. he's fine. I don't see any problem anywhere. Okay. We applied for the extension, but uh, you know, the thing is like, we are hearing friends who are like more than an year now and still. Man, get man, no, no. For the okay. extension, it's not taking more than a year. Man. I've never heard okay. of it. Okay. If you do, let me know. Okay. Okay. All right. Next person. Thank you. Thank you Rahul. Even if it happens, he just uh-huh. have to stop working. He can stay in this country. Next person. Okay. He's, he's only studying. So he's not working yet. Just for I know studying. that. I know that. Okay. I know that. Okay. For Thank studying, you, you don't need his EAD to be extended. For working and for traveling, you need the year in advance parole extension. Adjustment okay. of status is a status by itself, just like H4. Okay. Okay. Next Thank you very much. Manoj? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Manoj. So, uh, as I am working with company in India, and I have approved H1B uh, uh, visa, and that is not, uh, I mean, stamping not done yet. So now I'm, uh, I mean, planning to switch the company uh, and join company B. So can company A revoke my H1B and how I can utilize H1B in company, I mean, H1B in company B? They can revoke the company A's H1B, but they cannot revoke your passport visa. When is your passport visa expiring? Uh, in 2023. So they yeah. cannot revoke that visa. So if mm-hmm. you have the if you have the you move to company b even if the company a revokes the h1b you can still travel to united states on that passport visa as long as you're working with company b and you have the h1b with company b you can travel but when you come back you have to tell the officer there you're not working with company a you're working with company b but the stamping not done and this is the fresh first time h1b you said you have a stamping until 2023. No, 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 not done. Sorry, I think I, mistakenly I said a stamping not okay. done. This is first thing. Well, this is so you have a H1B until 2023. Now you're moving to company B. Huh. So what's your problem? Problem is that I mean the stamping is not done yet, and uh, I mean so, my question is like whether so you can go for stamping with company B. Uh, but I mean the company A will not uh, withdraw or, or revoke. They the, will uh, withdraw. They will withdraw. It, it won't affect you in any way. Okay, so then the new petition we need to file in company B to, to avoid the uh, lottery. Okay, Manoj, this conference call is for mm-hmm. people of a certain level of understanding of the non-immigrant status though. Looks like you are your way not to my standard right now. So how many years it's been you've been in this country? No, I'm in India. (laughs) Okay. 
I'm sorry. This is not for you. You for for you to conference call. Okay. Sorry about that. You have to make a private consultation with me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Next person, please. Chandra. Hey Rahul, uh, I have a quick question on. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually started with company A, working with company A, and then in the in the after completion of first year, the company B actually acquired company A. Now mm -hmm. I'm actually planning for go for Dropbox eligible. Now as part of the DS one sixty, it is asking the present employer. That means the present employer means company B, or do I need to mention company A, which is Basically, company I have an I-797. Company B, in bracket, you will say formerly known as. Gotcha. Okay. Then if I, when and I go for you the should Dropbox. Also, you you still, you definitely are eligible for Dropbox though. Even if you change the company, you're eligible for the Dropbox. But make sure you carry the documentation. You provide, when you do the Dropbox for the passport, give the documentation of how the company's name has been changed there will be normally a successor of interest or some document your HR will give it to you. You should take it with you. Yeah, I have those uh, like uh, formal. Yeah, with the new company, I have the successor take it, of interest. But make sure with, along with the passports, you include those documents too. Gotcha. Okay. You just want me to add that formally so-and-so company as a old name. Yeah, as a old gotcha. name. In that way, when they are looking into, when, when the assistants, the aides of the consular officers are looking into it, boom. This is Coca-Cola. He doesn't have H1B with Coca-Cola. Um, yeah. So then in bracket, if you put formerly known as PepsiCo, then they know that, oh, this is PepsiCo has been acquired by Coca-Cola. They'll have some idea about that, okay? Next sure. question, please. One last, one last question, one last question. Mm -hmm. uh, when, I, when I travel to out of country, and then once I'm done with my stamping, let's say if I, if I got another opportunity with the company B when I'm in India, can I, can they still move forward with the H1B transfer process when I'm in India and then? No, can, or, should, I should, it should be here in this country at the time when they do the transfer process. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and don't try to be like in between. There are some exceptions available to what I'm telling. It's not worth for you when you're out. It's better if you're transferring it, transfer it and then go outside the country. Go out okay, or you come back and transfer it. Don't do it while you're on the flight. You are confused. I'm confused. How would the airlines will be? Okay. Next gotcha. person. Okay. Thank you. MCS. Um, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. Um, I want to go for H1 stamping. My employer mm -hmm. has started green card process as well. Just got the PWR approved. Um, do I need to mention that in my D1? D, no, uh, sir. no, sir. You don't mention. And I told this other gentleman that transfer process should not be in between. As far as the green card process is concerned, you can do whatever you want. It won't affect. And you don't have to mention anything on the DS-160. Okay, got it. And one more thing is that I worked about one year uh, in day one CPT. So uh, what evidence, uh, what documents do I need to carry with me for evidence that I was actually in status during that time? If, it depends on the officer, though. Some of the times they're very strict on the day one CPT. Some of the times they're not. It's your luck. That's all I can tell you. Um, what documents are required? You can take the DS, I'm sorry, the I-20 I I pay steps, W2 forms, take it with you. But as such, DS-160 is a hit and miss. As of now, though, we haven't, you know, we're seeing some results, though, but it's not like everybody who's going is getting 
uh, getting their H-1Bs uh, uh, denied. No, I, I would not say that. But it's a hit, hit and miss. There is nothing you can do about it. So there is no uh, impact if I don't mention about my GC anyways, right? That uh, Absolutely not, sir. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. Rushi Reddy. Yeah, um, I have a question regarding um, regarding the uh, December twenty third, uh, the visa waiver for uh, new H one B applicants, the first time visa. Like I uh, have been in F one visa for like uh, from twenty sixteen, uh, and moved to H one last twenty uh, twenty. I have a question. So you're asking uh, me, is there a waiver for it? I mean, this this is another gentleman who stamping, just stamping. said that. Waiver, you mean to say, are you eligible for the drop box? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I I don't think so. You're waived. This other gentleman has said that you are waived, but I don't think so. But I will let you know on tomorrow's video, okay? Okay, thank you. Because he sent a link, but I couldn't read anywhere that it could be. A, this is a short time for me. I'll let you know by tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Go up. Hello. Uh, yes, go thanks, ahead. Rahul, for doing this. Um, my question was, if you are approaching congressman or senator for your applications, uh, which one has more weight, like congressman or senator, which one they respond better to faster? Senator will be better. Senator will be better. And if you have received a EAD, uh, can the company forcefully not renew H1, like the lawyer got the EAD card and the yes, company they, said- They can, they can. Oh, okay, got it, thank you. That's Next all. person, please. Abhinav? Hey, Rahul. This if is there's Abhinav. a newcomer, you have to let us know, guys. Go ahead, Abhinav. Hey, hey Rahul, are you able to hear me? Yes, and, and you have to show your face, guys. We don't go by order first come for some newcomers and showing the face is absolutely required for us. Go ahead, Abhinav. Okay, my priority date is August 2014. I filed 485 for last year with EV3 downgrade. Mm -hmm. EV uh, I-140 is approved. I got my EAD card also. Now I have an offer uh, from a different employer. Did you say that I-140 has been approved? Yes, EV3. Okay, keep going. So now looking into the final extended moving uh, for EV2, is it advisable for changing the job uh, to a new employer or still hold to the old employer? Since your I-140 is approved though, I don't care. I don't care. And uh, do I need to uh, prefer to join the new employer on H1 transfer or on EAD? I, I, this is, I'm not going to answer this question to you, but I will tell you what I did. I personally, when I was an H4, I was a dependent anyway. I just let my non-immigrant visa go. So in that case, I will lose the EB2 uh, 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 line, right? EB2 line. Not, because not I, exactly. I when, you, when you leave the company, you're losing the EB2 line anyway. Yeah, but if I uh, start going on H1B and uh, start that EB2 process again within one no, year. No, you, you, you can do the same thing on, I1, uh, on the EAD also. There's no requirement. You have to be on H-1B to do the permanent I-140. 
Yes, so if I join the new employer on uh, H1B, I can ask them to process I-140 in EB2 again. So I'll it, within one year again, I'll back to EB2 line, right? Yeah, so in that case though, I mean, you don't have to be an H1B, you can still do it on EAD. So if I join them on EAD still, I can ask them to process my EB2 year I-140? Yeah, you can, you can. Okay, I don't know that. Okay, and okay, okay. That uh, answered my next question. Thanks. Uh, next person, please. Sami? Hey, um, I have a pending uh, 485 case uh, that was filed in uh, October 2018. And I was interviewed uh, September 2021. 2018? Yeah, long time ago, there was radio silence, no updates. And then September this year, I was asked to come up for an interview and the interview That's went the well. That's the second time? The first time. Okay. October, 2018, my case was filed. Got it. Last September, October, you got interviewed. September, you got interviewed, okay? Yes. Yeah, September, okay? This September, 2021. And the officer said everything was fine. Looks good. Should get my card in like 30 days. I haven't heard anything. And the problem now is my EAD card uh, is expiring on February 4, counting for mm -hmm. the 180 day extension. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm worried that I'm not going to get my EAD. I'm also not going to get my green card by then. And I won't be. Uh, oh, you, you can file it. Did you file an EAD extension? Yeah, I did. Which is why I you have are eligible to, Yeah, you, the 180 days ex expiring in February. Correct. Um, I would suggest whether you can choose the litigation part if you want to. But before you do that, maybe you want to go to the ombudsman and try your luck with USCIS ombudsman. Google it. You can okay. get the ombudsman assistant. Okay, and by litigation, are you talking about the writ of mandamus? That is exactly what I'm speaking about. Can you but if you're comment? interested in, um, no, I don't. Uh, there is another lawyer in our office. His name is Stephen Brown. So if you want, okay. you can contact him. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I'll take the next uh, one, the last caller, guys. Rashant. Hi Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. This is just a follow-up question uh, regarding one other gentleman uh, who asked regarding the H4 uh, 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 approval. Uh, same thing happened with my wife. She got the H4 approval, uh, but uh, she did not get the I-94. She has the EAD as well. But uh, uh, can she work now? Does that mean uh, she is still um, uh, in status or do we need to get the approval notice? She has an EAD. Absolutely, she can work. I don't see any problem. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, just wanted to make sure on that. So. Where, where is the approval? It might have gone to the lawyers, right? No, even the lawyer just got the uh, H1C. They did not get the, uh, sorry, uh, 790. I don't, see, 7... I don't see any problem in her work. Okay. So, she okay. can still be in uh, status, correct? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to go with the live questions that people are asking there. Uh, Sonali, you're telling that um, if you go to India, while you're in India, will there be any travel restrictions? I don't know. Right now, you're a, you're a GC holder. There are no travel restrictions. What travel restrictions may come future? I don't know. I don't know. Last time when Modi did the travel restriction, he said, no flights, period. I mean, unless you have a private jet, you don't have any flights there. If that happens, I don't know. But for the things you are right now, if you go there, there are no travel restrictions. Other than the travel restrictions where you test positive, then you have a travel, travel restrictions. 
Um, no update on the EB1C premium processing right now. Good question, Shailesh, you have. Can H4 along, can you file H4 along with the H1 transfer, even if the H1 is valid for two years? Absolutely, yes. And you can also file an EAD along with that though, Shailesh. One second. Um, this uh, 8244, can they take the I-94 restriction off for 180 days? Very similar to the adjustment of status. Uh, we don't know yet. Um, there is a litigation that we are involved in. Let's see what goes on in there. We're telling them, hey, you should take only 30 days to get the EAD approval. Um, anything is better um, than Texas Service Center, Anil. Um, anything is better. But... Um, National Benefit Center, which is also called MSC, which probably is much better than both, but definitely Nebraska is better than Texas. L1A extension will take anywhere between six months to nine months, but anyway, you can do premium processing for it. It's always good to get the result shaker before the I-94 expires. These are the chat questions that I'm looking at, guys. So if anybody has any questions, you can try to chat, but if it's a lengthy a lengthy things, I cannot answer. Transferring for eight way between offices, is it a gimmick or buying more time? I have no clue why they are transferring from one place to another place. 8254, I have no clue. And what basis they have, I have no clue. My husband is with, uh, this is DBAPR. My husband is with, maybe we with company A, we got EAD. I'm assuming that is 485. I'm an H4 now and having GCEAD. Is it okay to travel to India using GCEAD? I mean, as long as your husband's I-140 is approved, I don't see any problem with it. I don't see any problem with it. Um, can you go with the, if you don't receive the original 797A, will there be any problem? Prashant, we haven't noticed, we haven't noticed any problem if you haven't received the 797 uh, original approval though. As long as you have the uh, copy of the approval, they are honoring it. Nothing is getting better in Texas Service Center, at least. I mean, it's not as bad as it was, but it's still not better. When we see the uh, receipt notices that we are getting it, um, they're getting receipt notices uh, much faster with the other service centers than Texas in general, though. Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.